This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey, this is Evan. Hey, Jason Underwood. And we hope you're enjoying the shows on the Danger Entertainment Network now, including the Bearded Ones Comedy Podcast. Yeah, we're super thrilled to be a part of this awesome lineup, guys. Um, and what we do here on our show is it's, look, we are just trying to make you guys laugh through all kinds of different avenues. Hear me out here. Yeah. Hear me out. Please. What we are is we're two geeky white dudes talking and trying to be funny. Yeah, not trying to blow in your mind here with, uh, <laughs> with something brand, brand new, new, but... Um, you yeah. never heard anything like this. We talk about Star Wars. <laughs> talk about, we talk about superheroes. We talk about Marvel movies, man. Look, we are... <laughs> We're cutting some damn... We're, we're, we're breaking some damn boundaries over we here. We are. Breaking new ground. Yeah. But for real, what we do is we play invented games. Yeah, and we try to spin everything into a brand new fun game that we've made yeah. up. Um, we filter it all through that sensibility and... We're both improvisers, so a lot of what we talk about ends up in, in, in sort of a scene that we have a lot of fun with. We talk about our lives, pop culture and movies. We talk about a little bit of everything. So if that's what you like, check us out. Bearded Ones Comedy Podcast on the Danger Entertainment Network. They look like Vikings. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It's where... Humpty Dumpty is held together with KT tape. <clears throat> oh, okay, wait. Uh, where we're not like Alabama, we can spell elephant and don't have to worry about saying Roll Tide. Huh? University of Alabama, they always say Roll Tide, but their mascot's an elephant because they can't spell elephant. Sorry. Okay. It's, it's a sports thing, you know. Yay, sports. And college at that. And, uh, so <laughs> They'd be educated. Sure. Uh, like I said, we are the Dashing Duo. If I didn't say that, we're the Dashing Duo. Um, check out the homepage, WeBeGeeks.net. Check out our affiliates. Check out our partners, Heroes and Villains, and Found Me. Um, I found out the Bluetooth trackers we have from Found Me. The hospital that I go for my physical therapy, where my physical therapy office is, I had a bunch of them and sold sold out. I really? was pretty excited to hear that. It's like, very cool. <laughs> I, I didn't even have to. I, I just think it's cool that they sold out. That's awesome. Um, but also, too, with Heroes and Villains, they just released some new uh, Mandalorian T-shirts. Uh, hopefully, I'm hoping to get this podcast out almost tomorrow so people can take advantage of it today as we're recording. Um, but hopefully they're still there after Sunday because I, I think they were saying they were going to be out through Sunday for Triple Force Friday. But they look great. I would like to see them stay because, believe me, I would love to get one. I just can't do it this week. But they have a long sleeve and short sleeve version, which is cool. Um, also, too, check out our web store where you get hats, T-shirts, baseball jerseys. Because, hey, it is playoff season. Hockey season started up. You get your hockey jerseys. Uh, winter's coming. Uh, you got a freeze coming your way? Uh, frost, yeah. Frost. There's a frost advisory. A hooded sweatshirt would be great, whether it's a pullover or a zip-up. We've got both. Indeed. So, who knows? Maybe we will see on the spotted smuggler slash one-half da dashing duo sporting either a Weeby Geeks or Wookie Radio hoodie up in the great Boston area. Perhaps it could happen. It could happen. Um... 
always feel free to leave us questions or comments either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can email us at WeBeGeeks at at WeBeGeeks at WookieRadio.net. No, WeBeGeeks at (laughs) WeBeGeeks.net. So, um, I put out that feeler today, uh, and nothing on Twitter. Let me check Facebook. Um, nothing on Facebook either. Well then, well, we're going to keep bugging y'all each week. So, um, and I'm going to say this is cool. Uh, this popped up on CNN.com on my Facebook as I'm checking. Apparently later this month, the first all female spacewalk is scheduled in the space station. Oh, cool. That is awesome. That is awesome. So cool. I like that. Um, so where do we start off? Well, New York Comic Con's going on. I think we're going to probably try and do some coverage of that next week, depending on how much depends on our guest situation, because mm. we may have a guest. So it may be one of those where we interview our guest and then maybe do some coverage afterwards. But some, I think some of these stories are from today anyway, so as we're recording on Friday. Um, I'm going to start us off. It is confirmed. Beverly Hills Cop 4 is coming, and it's going to be Eddie Murphy's next film. <laughs> So how about that? Pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, he's also been working on um, Coming to America, which is coming the number two America. Clever. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Um, so uh, he was speaking with Colander uh, in an interview to promote his Netflix movie, Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. Hmm. Uh, he opened up on what his next what's next, uh, and he revealed that the next film project on his slate after coming to America will be filming Beverly Hills Cop Four before returning to the stage and resuming his stand up career. I'm very curious about what this what it will be and what it will be like, and is it you know since it's been so long since the last one and everything and yeah it's a whole different world now when, uh the last film was uh 1994 jeez so we're talking 23 years oh. is my math right on that yeah 23 years 25 years 25 years holy crap 25 years since beverly hills three beverly hills cop three mm. wow yeah see my math was wrong um so, uh, quote, here's a quote from the interview. Yeah, that's what we're doing after coming to America. We're plan- We're doing Beverly Hills Cop. The plan is to get back on stage. Then the plan is to get back on stage and do stand-up. That's what I'll be doing mostly, stand-up. And Beverly Hills Cop will be like, I keep saying it, these movies and Saturday Night Live is kind of like, I'm looking at it as a bookend. If I decided I just want to stay on the couch forever, I'd end my movie career on a funny note. <laughs> Does he need to do anything more? I don't. I don't really think so. But you know, unless he's doing it because of pure boredom, which is great, maybe. So, um, I just don't know what. I I would hope he would be able to get a lot of the people from uh, the previous films back. Yeah, Judge Reinhold's got to be there. Is, what is he doing nowadays? Last I knew, I I don't know. Is that search? Let's see. Oops. Oh, no. Um, Dodge hold. Oh, well. He's still active. He was doing well. He hasn't I've, done anything. He hasn't done since, anything. Go ahead. Since 2017. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's been two, three years. That's, yeah, that's only a couple of years, so it's not like, you know. There was a Beverly Hills Cop TV movie. What? Look at look at his IMDb. Uh, that's uh, interesting. And the Easy Money TV series? I don't remember <laughs> that either. Mm. Where was I for those? Uh, now, John Ashton, he has lost some weight. Wow. Uh, he, he's got a bunch of stuff out. He's done four movies alone this year. It's kind of cool. So yeah, bring them back. So, um, yeah. So are you excited about potentially, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4 or kind of scared? A little of both. (laughs) I don't know. It's like on the one hand, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then on the other hand, I'm like, what would that 
entail True. in this in this age. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what what will be there. So, uh, but that's not the only movie sequel announced this week. Oh, really? <laughs> no, because <laughs> as I'm sitting here going, uh, did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> There's been some uh, talk and rumors and other things about this, but it has finally officially been announced by Kevin Smith himself. That Clerks 3 is happening. Woohoo! Yes. And um, he put out a huge quote about it, a tweet about it. Um, he said, thanks to the good folks at Lilu, Lilu Multiprops, I got to see Randall, Jeff Anderson, Jay Muse, and I spend Saturday signing stuff and catching up, seeing so much movie merch that's been made over the last 25 years. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but even better than that, we talked about making a movie together. It'll be a movie that concludes a saga. It'll be a movie about how you've never, you're never too old to completely change your life. A movie about how a decade-spanning friendship finally confronts the future. A movie that brings us back to the beginning. A return to the cradle of civilization in the great state of New Jersey. It'll be a movie that stars Jeff and Brian O'Halloran with me and Jay in supporting roles. And it'll be a movie called Clerks 3. Woohoo! It is official. Clerks 3 is a go. Yeah. Um, I don't think it has an actual release date yet. No. Well, I like I like what they say, too, or what he continues to say. Uh, it's not the old script that they almost made a few years ago. It's going to be a completely new screenplay. Yeah. Also of note is that uh, Kevin Smith and uh, Jamie Hughes are getting a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Well, apparently he also made defenses with Ben Affleck earlier this year. Yes. Because he, I believe he's going to be in the movie. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, that's in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes. Hey, excuse me. But you were saying about a star of the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Yes, that's it. Well, they're also saying, too, that on their um, premiere of the reboot, they get to put their hand handprints in. Oh, no, that's what it's it is. They're, they're not getting a star. It's the handprints they're getting. That's right. My mistake. Pardon me. Well, no, apparently they're getting the star, too. Oh, so they are getting both. They're getting both. All right. Well, congratulations, so, gentlemen. Yeah, that'll be cool. Um, well, continuing on with movies, 2021 will break the record for Marvel movies released in a single year. Unbelievable. Yeah. We've been doing, what, three a year, roughly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, is the Spider-Man movie? Yeah, Spider-Man's been counted in that three. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the first three phases, uh, we were getting average two films a year. Phase one, we saw one or two films uh, with one year being skipped altogether. In phase two, we were consistently getting two films each year. In phase three, we saw three films each year. Uh, two solos and, and then an Avengers film. No, there's only been one solo film. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, now, fourth phase will not only introduce multiple TV series into the timeline, but in two years, we will get four films in one year. Crazy. Whoa. So the film slate includes right now, in February 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten, Ten Rings. I can't wait. In May of 2021, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I can't wait for that one. Which maybe we will get the multiverse since you, you've seen Spider-Man. Far from home, yes. Far from home, yes. I I finally watched it a couple weeks ago, or about a week, week and a half ago. Oh, did you? I loved. Oh, I'm from Multiverse, and then to find out, no, he made it all up. <laughs> I love the twist of making Mysterio part of. Stark Industries. Yes. And, and how that was all based on Stark Tech. It, it was awesome. Uh, yes. But with Doctor Strange, we could potentially get the actual multiverse happening. I believe we pretty much are. Well. It's in the title. Yeah, but it's also. It's also going to be a bit of more of a horror film, too. With Doctor Strange, that also, um, you know, could count other dimensions and stuff. Right, right. Um, then in July of 2021 will be Spider-Man 3. 
Yes. And then uh, November of 2021 will be Thor, Love and Thunder. Love mm-hmm. and Thunder. Oh, wait, sorry. No. <laughs> Don't take Sinatra's tune and change it up. Love <laughs> and marriage, love and thunder. You can change it up all you want, but it's going to get stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you're doomed. Um, so, um, of these, it sounds like you're most excited about Shang-Chi. I am equally excited for Shang-Chi. Actually, I'm equally excited for all of them, really. Is well, there, Is there one that you're more excited for than the others? No, no. At first, I'm like, yeah. And then when I think about them all, I'm like, no, I want to see them all really bad. Well, the Thor one, I'm like, eh, we'll see how it goes. But I agree. Um, and while we're thinking about it on this note that's attached to the story, um, our condolences to Robert Garrison's family. Uh, he was a karate kid actor who passed away. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, but there's yet even more movie news. Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, so, anyway, <laughs> so... I'm trying to do an impression of my boss, huh? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Disney... Disney. Has has been doing uh, has started on a new train of doing live action versions, uh, live action remakes of their animated films. They have we've seen Aladdin. We've seen Lion King, etc., etc. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, well, it looks like that that is not going to be stopping anytime soon, as their next film will be a live action version of Finding Nemo. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. That would, no. Bugs Life? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, live action version of a Bugs Life. That one would just bug. Mm, Oh, boy. Cue that flushing sound. Um, (laughs) Talk about a dad. Anyway, so (laughs) whether you love these live action remakes or hate these live action remakes or feel kind of indifferent about them. They've been hit uh, and miss, depending on which one. Um, Well, of course, Disney is going to keep going. We also we do know that there's a live action version of Lady and the Tramp coming to Disney Plus. It actually doesn't look too bad. Yeah. Best news I've heard about it: no Cyan Am song. Yay! <laughs> I hate that song. I hate those two characters. Yeah. Um. And I don't remember offhand what else is coming out soon, but I know there's a few others. Well, well Lion we can, King just came out. Yeah, that came out earlier this year. Uh, we can add to that list now a live action remake of the 1937 film Dumbo. that put Walt Disney Studio. No, Dumbo did come out already. Oh, no. The 1937 film that put first put Walt Disney Studios on the map. And that is Cinderella. Uh, close. Oh, wait, that one's but come no, out, too. Has it? Oh, yeah, yeah. it hasn't. Yeah. Beauty no. and the Beast. That's already come out. Uh, this is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Ah. Ah, uh, yes. Not not surprising, actually, that they would do that. Um, so the production is set to begin next March. Uh, and uh, they've already started their casting search for actors and actresses to play the roles of Snow White, the Prince, the Evil Queen, and the Old Hag, of course, and also the Seven Dwarfs themselves. So... Uh, and apparently it looks like the production is going to be in Vancouver, Canada. Interesting. And it's going to be directed by Mark Webb, who also, oh, oh. Vancouver doesn't surprise me. Oh. 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 What? What? The director, Mark Webb, who also directed the not-so-amazing Spider-Man. Okay. But you know what? This is a chick flick. Okay, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> kind sure. of. Well, we're talking about it because it's Disney and it's live action. Yeah. But I, I would put this in the same category as Spider-Man. It's chick flicks. Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Chick flicks. <laughs> One and two. Um. Yeah. Well, good luck. And uh, the script will be written by Eric, uh, er, excuse me, Aaron Cressida Wilson who wrote The Girl on the Train, although I imagine the script will be pretty easy to write. It's, you know, just... Yeah. 
copy and paste. <laughs> yep. And of course, the live action remake of Snow White and the Seven Drawers will be a musical. Blah. And uh, Oscar-winning songwriters Justin Paul and Benji Pasek will be creating brand new music for the film, just like they did for Aladdin, which came out last May. <sighs> uh, project will be produced by will be produced by Mark Platt, who also worked on the Mary Poppins Returns movie from last year. Uh, there's no word on who's going to be starring in the roles, but it'll be interesting to see who they pick. So there you go. Uh, a live action Snow White and the Seven Drawer. Drawers? Seven <laughs> Drawers. Snow White. It's going to be a chester full of laughs. <laughs> One of them's underwear drawer and the other one... <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think anyone's really surprised that this is that this is happening, but given the way things are going, have been going, you would only be a matter of time before they do Snow White. Yeah, yeah. I want to know that when yeah. they're going to start coming out with animated and live action versions of a movie at the same time simultaneously. <laughs> Give it time. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, well. I like this one. I, I do like the franchise, and I like how the reboot was still considered, even though it was a reboot, it was still a continuation of the franchise and the saga, which I thought was done well. That's Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You do not have to see the first three films to see. You do not have to see the Jurassic Park films in order to see Jurassic the Jurassic World films. Indeed. But it does enhance your watching pleasure if you do if you've seen both right now the jurassic, the jurassic park kids want to return for jurassic world 3 interesting i like that ariana richards and joe mazzello are said to be open to reprising their roles as lex and tim murray murphy murray murphy or a cameo appearance or more should they be asked to do so i say make it happen indeed uh, of course, the, if the report's accurate, it's going to take some interest from Universal and director Colin Trevorrow to include them in the story, as neither former child star has yet to been, be asked to be a part of the project. Now, they've already talked about for the upcoming sequel, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum have been officially announced. Yes. Why not bring these two? Yes, Definitely. I agree. Um, now, Goldblum had an appearance in Fallen Kingdom, which actually I I was fearful of, and actually I was okay. It, it, it was. It, it, it didn't. The Malcolm character did not go as severe over the top as I was afraid they were going to have him be, like in Lost World. No, that was just a generally bad movie. <laughs> yeah, we tried to ignore that one. Um, just like we tried to ignore the Amazing Spider-Man films. <laughs> um, so also, you know, of course they're going to be joining Chris Pratt and Bryce and Bryce Dallas Howard, who are returning as Owen and Claire. Uh, in the original, Lex and Tim are introduced as the grand grandchildren of park founder John Hammond uh, and reluctantly takes the children under his wing to keep them safe after the dinosaurs escape their enclosures. Um, or that's when Doc Grant reluctantly keeps them under wing. Um, fortunately, both children managed to survive and escape with Richards and Mazzello later appearing briefly in The Lost World with Jeff Goldblum. Hmm. Um, I, of course, after playing his minor role of Dr. Henry Wu in the original film, Wong has since reprised the role in both Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. So why not? Why not let this happen? Maybe they have some key that was left to them. I mean, hmm. I'm not saying physical key, but maybe key of information or something else right. that was left to them by their grandfather that would help solve whatever problem they're running into. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they're secretly the new part of the new co ownership group. Mm, yeah, there you go. Uh, Isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I I say go for it. Let's bring these two on. Yeah, definitely. Make it happen. Make it bring the whole crew back. Yep. So moving on. Well, our next story is very interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me, and that is. 
that DC is partnering. Partnering. I'm having trouble saying words this evening. <laughs> Usually that's me. I, I know. Uh, DC <laughs> is partnering. <laughs> you said that Part- way too fast. <laughs> I know. Wait a second. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there you go. DC is partnering with a company called Ideas uh, Unlimited. United, excuse me, Ideas United. <laughs> unlimited. Unlimited. And unlimited Ideas United. No, DC is partnering with uh, Ideas United for a fan competition that they are calling <clears throat> DCU Unscripted. Ooh. And it is, yes, is a competition for fans uh, to get the chance to develop their own TV series for the DC Universe streaming service. Ah, yeah, very interesting. Um, So, according to DC Universe Senior Vice President and General Manager Sam uh, Aids, or Addis, or Aids, or whatever it is, uh, (laughs) statement said, uh, since the launch of this service just over a year ago, that would be the DC streaming service, uh, we've established a community that has far exceeded our ambitions. Hmm. I thought they were bringing it, turn it, or going to shut down DC, DC Universe. Oh, I thought so too. To but merge it with the uh, the Warner Brothers one. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he continues. Uh, we've hosted unforgettable member events, creating places and spaces where fans can have a voice. Uh, we're working to take it to a whole new level in our second year by giving our fans an opportunity to submit their own concepts for an unscripted show that will eventually become a series on DC Universe next year. Ooh, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, So this was announced during a press event uh, Thursday at New York Comic Con. And uh, the DCU Unscripted show is intended to, quote, help find and nurture new content, according to Jim Lee. So the uh, contest will be open for submissions now through November 18th for members of the Ideas United Network, who are U.S. residents over 18. And the network is open to signups right now. Uh, so according to the press release, any creator is welcome, uh, to easily and quickly apply to join the IU network during the submission process, talent and fan enthusiasts alike will be able to submit their unscripted slash reality video series ideas ranging from game shows to gameplay to hot food and hot takes. So, DC is going to soon reveal the process for fans to submit for submit for the uh, the contest um, for the deadline of November eighteenth. And according to Jim Lee, ten entrants will come to Hollywood to refine their pitches over the course of the day with industry professionals. Ooh. Then they're going to be judged by a panel of DC executives, which will include Jim Lee, and unnamed entertainment luminaries. Ooh. And then, of course, uh, the three finalists will be moving on, and they will have their unscripted pilots produced by Ideas United. And one final entrance entrant will receive a series order that will launch exclusively on DC Universe. Uh, and they're hoping to have a winning series premiere in the fall of 2020. Well, that's cool. That is pretty cool. I got to say. Yeah. So if you're uh, interested, anyone out there listening, uh, check it out. Might be worth your time. Yeah, me. The only thing for me is it's an unscripted show. So it's, you know, it's like a reality show. Right. I would, I would love to do a scripted show, but. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a pretty cool thing, actually, I got to say. Yeah. 
it, it does sound cool. See, I think you set this up because it's Marvel. That's how you put these in order. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, mm. Marvel Studios announces Avengers Damage Control. Hey, I could talk about this because we talked about it on Mighty Marvel Geeks this week, too. Oh, did you? Yeah, because there's also a theory, another theory behind this. Talking Uh-oh. About yep. Um, apparently, um, coming soon with the con- collaboration of Marvel and ILM X-Lab, uh, they've announced the release of Avengers Damage Control, which will be uh, starting October 18th at Select Void Location. Locations. Orlando's Disney Springs Void is not one of those locations because hmm. that would put a Marvel attraction in a Disney theme park using characters that can be used by by uh, Universal. Plus, it's Marvel's Avengers, Marvel Studios Avengers Damage Control, and it's the word Marvel. That's we have a shop, but we can't have an attraction. <laughs> So, and even doing a monorail through the parks that has Marvel wrap on it is considered an attraction. Really? Yeah. Because it's a ride in the park. Yeah, we got our PP spanked during Iron Man 2 with that one. No kidding. Yeah. So, um, those who will be able to do this in, say, Atlanta, New York, um, I'm not sure where else the other locations were, um, you will be fighting alongside... Some of your favorite superheroes like Doctor Strange and Ant-Man while using some powerful technology created by Shuri. Hmm. Here's the thing. In the trailer, she has her own Iron Man slash Black Panther type armor. Hmm. People are wondering, will she become Ironheart? Hmm. So, um, so in the trailer... Uh, there's a new prototype of a powerful suit created by Shuri that uses technology from Wakanda and Stark Industries. It's the same suit those who try out the experience will also be using, obviously in VR state. Uh, the Void's website, which I'm clicking on it, uh, the locations that this will be available in the U.S., Anaheim, Santa Monica, California, Atlanta, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Las Vegas, Plano, Texas, that's the Dallas area, and New York. In Canada, it'll be Edmonton, Mississauga, and Toronto. Hey. 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 So, uh, Shuri has recruited your team to test a new powerful prototype design, combining Wakandian and Stark technologies. When an enemy from the past seeks to steal the technology, you'll fight alongside some of your favorite adventures like Doctor Strange, Wasp, Ant-Man, and more to stop the attack before they unleash an oppressive new age upon the world. See, to me, this is not damage control. No. Not the, not the way we know it. No, yeah. Um... Now, the villain has yet to be named, uh, but it'll be a familiar enemy from the Avengers past. And the mm-hmm. heroes above are the only ones who have been confirmed for the experience, but one would imagine we see, we will see more characters once the re- once more is revealed. So, be cool if it was here, but not happening. Yeah, it sounds like the closest one to me is New York. Yeah, but Bashiri doing the, the tech, almost being, do you imagine her and Peter getting together? Hmm. To do tech for the for the Avengers or the rest of the heroes. That could be interesting. I wonder which one would be singing. That was cute. That was a segue. I am aware. That <laughs> <laughs> was a transition, son. You hear me? Transition. So, on that lovely note. That was a sad, long foghorn leghorn. Oh, that, yes, it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, on that lovely string of notes, I should say. Um, of course, as I mentioned earlier, Disney live action reboots, yada, yada, yada. Well, here's another one for you, kids. It looks like they're uh, looking to reboot and redo do a lot another live action reboot a live action version of Inspector Gadget. That actually could be cool. That could be. Um, So according to The Hollywood Reporter, Dan Lin and Jonathan Eric, uh, who did just did Aladdin, are on board to produce the latest version of The Inspector. Um, So, of course... Um, they're looking to follow up some of the uh, good uh, movies they've done, such as Aladdin and 
Well, Lion King kind of had mixed, mixed results, I think, but yeah. I liked it. I like the original Inspector Gadget movie. It was all right. With, with uh, Matthew Broderick? Broderick? I thought yeah. it was good. I, yeah, not bad. Um, the sequel, I wasn't as keen on. I didn't see it. They had uh, French Stewart. Definitely didn't see it. <laughs> um, so, uh, for this, this one... Uh, Mikey Day and Streeter Seldil, who are writers from Saturday Night Live, are going to do the script. And um, hopefully they'll be keeping it as a nice, lighthearted tone, because that's kind of what you expect from Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Now, if you don't know who Inspector Gadget is, well, you're kind of listening to the wrong show, really. <laughs> But uh, it may be before some people's times. Even so. I hope um, it shows up on Disney Plus. Oh, uh, yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, Inspector Gadget was uh, a cartoon, of course, aimed at children back in the 80s and 90s. It was, I didn't know that, it was an American-Canadian collaboration that centered around a police inspector that resembled an extremely lighthearted RoboCop. I guess you could say that. Uh, of course, he also had the gruff but determined Chief Quimby, who sent the hero out to thwart all manner of evil schemes. Um, now, Inspector Gadget of, is, of course, most famous for having all sorts of gizmos and such uh, hardwired into his body. Yes, technically, he was a cyborg. Uh, for example, he had a helicopter, helicopter blades that would come out of his head. Uh, he could stretch out his arms and legs and uh, various other um, gadgets that didn't always work quite correctly. Um, of course, he also had a niece, Penny, and her dog, Brain, who kind of were the, you know, the uh, counterpart to the bumbling Inspector Gadget. <laughs> um, and, of course, his main nemesis was the evil Dr. Claw. <laughs> who uh, led that, in that was the that was the which voice was that uh the dr claw that i just did wait, wait. Uh, uh, oh it was the you. male voice <laughs> okay <laughs> um and dr claw led an organization called mad uh fun fact the acronym has multiple meanings that were never really clarified <laughs> So, as we mentioned, of course, there have been two live-action movies, with the first one coming out in 1999, starring Matthew Broderick. Which was uh, Yeah, not bad. And Rupert Everett uh, was Dr. Claw, the mysterious yeah. Dr. Claw. And, um, interesting, D.L. Hughley actually voiced the main character's car. Oh, yeah. With some, some very period-representative CGI on display. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Film's dated. Yeah. <laughs> so the first movie, of course, did well. So they came out with a sequel that you mentioned that I did not see. And I don't, uh, I don't remember if the sequel went straight to TV, DVD, or if it went theater. Probably straight to video. Um, and of course, I think it did go straight to video. Um, the voice of Inspector Gadget in the original cartoon was Don none other than Adam. Don. Sorry, who you may also remember from a little show called Get Smart. Dun, 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 dun. Who Inspector Gadget was somewhat loosely based on. And it's funny you mentioned Get Smart because we just, my wife and I just talked about that yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had, uh, so we had a doctor's appointment and when we we're going, it's like, okay, one door, two doors. And as she's going down, two doors, three doors. And I'm like, only thing missing now is dun 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 so there you go a little uh live action inspector gadget could be interesting yeah i wouldn't mind seeing a new updated version of it i'd be interesting to i'd be interested to see who they get to play him yeah now it i kind of almost want them to go with the tone of tomorrowland with it a little bit of seriousness with the comic relief i didn't see tomorrowland Oh, you gotta see Tomorrowland. I have not heard good things. I actually enjoyed it. Not because it's based on Tomorrowland at Disney, but mm -hmm. I actually enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a fun film. Mm. So I may be one of those few. But, oh lord, Marvel is introducing 
a 23 film box set called the Infinity Saga. Actually, it's going to be 24 films because there's a bonus disc. Hey. On the bonus disc will include never before seen deleted and extended scenes and more. Yeah. Mm. And the the bonus disc will not be available on digital. Hmm. You can pre-order this set at Best Buy for only $549.99. Ouch! So, hold on. We're going to do this. What we say? $549. $549.99 divided by, let's just go with the 23 films. 23. Ooh, that makes it twenty three ninety one a disc. Wow. Yeah. Bit pricey. Just a wee bit. But if you tried to get all these films in one purchase at Best Buy individually, you're going to be paying about that same amount of money. Mm. Um, so uh, on the bonus disc, it's going to include, uh, like we said, never before deleted and extended scenes. Uh, some that are, have, as Kevin Feige has said, been too, humi- humi- too embarrassing to show. <laughs> There. You went a little porky pig there for a second. (laughs) Yes, I did. Um, So to quote, if we do a big giant Infinity Saga box set, we might include, I'm assuming you're going to spend the money to buy a box set with everything in it. You're a fan. And it'll take more than a couple of really, really bad scenes to turn you. I like sharing those scenes. And when we have something like that, we love, and which was not an easy decision to cut out, but was the best decision for the movie. It's a great avenue to say, put it out there. It's not like no one will ever see it. These are things that we think nobody should ever see. I think we have, we just recently have been, I think we've been, we've just recently been discussing that now we can start to show some of our less proud moments mind you i would love to get this no way no No way no let's 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 see if this is available on amazon for pre-order i know my in-laws got me the uh star wars nine disc box set Mm. that came out on blu-ray and that came out to like 10 bucks a disc originally star wars no, apparently not. So apparently this is exclusive to Best Buy. Hmm. Well then, there's re- there's no redemption for that cost. That's a cute one. <laughs> I'm trying. It, it's not on par with the Inspector Gadget one. But <laughs> <laughs> So here's an interesting little tidbit for those of you who play games on PC only. And I can't imagine who would do such a thing in this day and age. You know, some, <clears throat> I have no clue what you're talking about. Some kind of weirdo or something. I don't know. You know just uh, somebody sitting right here. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's nice. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. just felt the bus run over me. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there have been some rumors in the PC world that have finally been officially confirmed. And that is that Rockstar Games, one of the best gaming companies out there, has officially confirmed that their game Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC November 5th. 2019. Woohoo! Now, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was one of my favorite games of last year. It is an excellent game. It is a Western. It is, uh, like I said, from Rockstar, one of the best gaming companies of all time. And I highly, highly, highly recommend this game. Woohoo! So, like I said, they have been rumored. <laughs> Actually, it should be. Oh, <laughs> I get it because it's a Western and they say anyway. So, um, like I said, <laughs> there have been rumors floating around uh, about this. Uh, but Rockstar and their parent company, Take Two, have been very coy about dodging questions and such about it. But now it is official. It is coming out. Um, so they Rockstar debuted a, the Rockstar Games launcher on PC. 
And now they have a big game to push the game's launcher on PC. And that being, of course, Red Dead Redemption 2. Again, which I highly recommend. It is an excellent game. Um, of course, it's not going to be exclusive to that launcher, but... Uh, it is a good place to find a robust array of pre-order bonuses from Rockstar. Uh, and Rockstar has also confirmed that Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to Google Stadia as a launch game in November, but who cares? It, it <laughs> said Red Dead Redemption is what type of game? It's a Western. Hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Something like that, sure. <laughs> Um, so rockstar said that the pc version of red dead 2 uh will have some it's gonna no (laughs) it's gonna have some improve some minor improvements whatever Uh, we'll take advantage of the hardware of a range of graphical and technical enhancements for increased immersion that will be available if you have a capable PC. So, of course, there you go. You got to have the best PC to have the best version of the game. PlayStation only has one version. That's all you need. Um, anyway, uh, the uh, the system requirement, there'll be screenshots and system requirements for the PC coming out on October 9th. So keep your eyes open for that if you're interested in the game. And there will also be some minor new content in the story mode that will consist of new bounty hunting missions, gang hideouts, weapons, and more. And you can also play Red Dead Online uh, with all of the content available to the PS4 and Xbox One versions. So there you go. Yet again, I highly recommend Red Dead Redemption 2. It is an excellent game. And it's 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 fun um, to play to go into like a Western theme, you know. I agree. Get to play, cowboy. Cowboy. Can't even remember the song. That's okay. Oh, it was Escape Club, Wild Wild West. (laughs) Oh, that one. Remember? (laughs) Are we scared yet? Yes. Yes, we are. Um, but let's move on to some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, released from New York Comic Con uh, on Friday the 5th, 4th. 4th. Um, upcoming Marvel Legends figures went on display. There was a Deadpool Legends series. Yeah. Um, a Deadpool Legends series Sunspot. Cool. Um, I'm not a huge fan the, of the but cool. The Legend series is like Star Wars Black Series. It's the six inch figs. Yeah. Which I'm almost liking the six inch figs better than the three and three quarters. Oh, really? The only thing I don't like about them is price. Yeah. Yeah. Just makes it harder to collect. Um, Warpath from the Deadpool Legend series, which he Very looks cool. cool as well. Yes, yes, he does. Um, and then there is also, which this one I kind of like, and I would almost consider it. Um, yeah, it's cool. Six inch Deadpool blue and gold figure. Just looks pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a Marvel Fantastic Four Legend series with Mister Fantastic. Now, what are these based on? Because I'm not a big FF reader. I, I'm not either, but I think this is the current version in the comics, maybe. Okay, because Reed's wearing Reed's got full facial hair. Yeah, and a black and blue costume. Yeah, I like how it comes with the interchangeable hands. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Invisible Woman, which she's got her shield. I kind of like these new costumes a little bit. I kind of do, too. Um, Human Torch, which, again, these have interchangeable hands. Yeah. Um, and a headpiece for his head. Yes. But this no is, f- flammable. Yeah. I think it's, oh, I just realized that. Look at their Unless shoes. He, their shoes almost look like cleats. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Interesting. And then this is my favorite of the, of the bunch thing. He looks cool. This looks awesome. I think this yeah. is the I think this is the best looking thing in the that's been done with Marvel Legends. Mm. I imagine that's a pretty hefty chunk of plastic too. Yeah. Oh, but I would so much love to. This is one I would love to get. Yeah. Uh, there is also in this a She-Hulk, which is awesome. That is the current She-Hulk in Avengers. And Doom. Oh, this yeah. Doom is phenomenal. Yeah. This is the way Doom should have been in the movies. Yep. 
The only thing I don't like about this Doom figure is that puny little gun he has. Yeah. Well, it's almost like a Luger. Yeah, but it looks, I don't know. It just doesn't look right. Yeah. Yeah. But and also Doom needs no gun. Yeah. Well, I like I like how the head it's got two different heads. Yeah. Yeah. So um, then this is going to be a Target exclusive. Oh, I want this so the bad. Stan Lee figure. Yes. A little, a little, a little extra pricey. He's at twenty twenty four ninety nine. It'd be so well. It's got cap shield with his signature on it. Yes, it does. And then, of course, the other is a chessboard, the folding chessboard from his iconic cameo from the Avengers. Yes. It's his Avengers look from that film. I would pay the extra for that. Yes. Oh, I love it. I want it so bad. If you don't collect any of the others, this is one you get. Yep. And you never open. <laughs> uh, there is a... Who don't? Well, okay. I-, I may get two, just so I can open the one. <laughs> or if you do open, open very carefully so you can put it back in the box. Uh, Marvel Legends series 80th anniversary X-Force Deadpool figure, which this <laughs> one looks great, too. Yeah. So. Although, <clears throat> if it's... <clears throat> excuse me. If it's uh, the 80th and oh, it's the 80th anniversary of Marvel. Yeah. But if if it's supposed to be from the original, um, if it were like a first appearance Deadpool, um, it, the, the is incorrect because it has feet. That's a, that's a wrong live out joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that joke had anything to stand on. Ouch. <laughs> I think you went a foot too far with it. Oh. Let's just put a toe tag on it. That joke's dead. Wait, there's no toes to put a toe tag on. How about you put a sock in it? (laughs) Deadpool is stumpy. (laughs) And we're a little loopy, I think. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, well, since this next story kind of fits in with the other one, I don't think we need to cover any. <laughs> no, it was just a more of a look at the Stanley figure, but oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it is. That is gorgeous. Uh, it will be available for pre. Uh, the release date on this is June of 2020 at Target. Mark your calendars. Yeah, it is an amazing figure. Yeah, I wonder if you could pre-order now. Ah, uh, that's a good question. Checking. That'd be a long wait for a pre-order. Yeah, it would. That's one of those you'd be like, you can pre-order now. No kidding. No kidding. That's awesome. That would be a long wait. Yep. It's gonna. Sh- yep. You're, you're gonna get notification for it just as you just as you forgot you ordered it. Yeah. Like what? What is this? <laughs> so wow, that's cool. See if they mention anything more with this either. So I'm assuming you're gonna be able to pre-order this up till release date. I would assume so. Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. Um, I got nothing else. Uh, nope, me either. That's all I got. Any final thoughts? Uh, nope, I got nothing. Resistance this weekend as this drops. Final season, second and final season of Star Wars Resistance drops. This weekend, really? Yeah, October 6th. Mm. Can't wait. be interesting to see where they go with that. And of course, we'll talk more about that over on uh, Wookiee Radio. Well, when we next record Wiki Radio, it will have already come out, so we can yeah. talk about the episode. I'm sure yeah. we'll be doing an episode recap. Very good. Plus, I'm, I'm hoping we'll have some more news from uh, New York Comic Con about it as well, or about mm. uh, some Star Wars news out of Comic- New York Comic Con. I'm sure there'll be something. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't have anything else. Nope, me either. Then uh, why don't we just leave it with this? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Don't run away from your feelings!